1: Hello everybody out there, welcome to Take the Black Live, your one and only stop for all the sci-fi, fantasy, movie, TV, information, news, and editorial commentary you can stand. I am Dan Selke, editor of WinnerIsComing.net, and I am here with Mia Johnson of DorksideOfTheForce.com to talk about some hot topics today that we do have some relevant information for you, which I'm very excited about. Mia, how are you doing today? <laughs>
0: I'm doing pretty good. I told you today, just like flew by. I can't even believe it's four o'clock over here.
1: Yeah, not bad. I like when that happens, when it's, um, yeah, you don't need to think about it and it just happens. Julie, hello. Your prize is still on the way in the mail. Just takes a while to get to Australia. Apologies about that, but it is on the way. All right, Mia, let's dive in today because you have an early review of a very hotly anticipated <laughs> new covid blockbuster it's not a movie theater but it is coming into your home the snyder cut aka Zack snyder's justice league Mm -hmm. releases tomorrow right
0: yeah thursday yep yep yep
1: Yep, tomorrow um what a strange story this thing has what a bizarre twisting turning things has happened where justice league comes out 2017 it's a movie. Zack Snyder directs like half of it, has to leave, family emergency. Joss Whedon takes over. It's two hours long. Like l- nobody likes it. it. The most it gets is a meh. And then <laughs> yeah. there's like a years long campaign by fans over the internet to get the Snyder cut release to this hidden, epic, enormous version of the movie that preserves the director's original intent. And it happened. They gave him tens of millions of dollars. He put it together and now it's almost here. And Mia, you've seen it. The question is, was it worth it? Did oh, it live man. up to the to the release the Snyder <laughs> cut hype? I have not seen it by the way, Mia has, so this will be interesting. I, yeah. I am curious to to yeah. to hear your thoughts.
0: So for me personally, and you read my review, it I did. On
1: now, mm-hmm. WonderScommy.net.
0: Yes. It's hard for me to say it was a mixed bag because my initial reaction um, was just, is just no? It doesn't live up to the hype, and no, it was not worth four hours of my time, which I split between like two sessions.
1: It is four hours. That, that's a good point to point out. It is. A, this is a four-hour movie, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Long ass movie.
0: <laughs> now, the the good thing about this is that because the movie technically already came out. I don't really have to tiptoe around spoilers. There's some stuff that I might want to leave, you know, kind of for people. But for the most part, this was, to me, pretty much the same movie. And it's weird that I've seen other outlets say, you know, this is a sweeping grand epic. It, you know, crushes the old movie and, you know, just completely obliterates, you know, what happened in the last one. But just watching it, and I'm not... A huge, huge, deeply into DC lore. I do like most of it, but just watching I was like, this feels like the same movie with just <laughs> more stuff crammed into it for no good reason. Um, so, it left me half disappointed, um, but half a little bit excited towards the back half of the movie.
1: Gotcha. I mean, it is interesting to hear you say that because I, I have surveyed a bunch of the other reviews going out, you know, about it. And they seem quite positive. Like, yeah. this is a good tomato meter rating. The the videos I've watched, as I've read, seem um, often fairly frothing. Uh, at least the ones that I've read. And then there have been others that are a little more um, leveled. Mm-hmm. And I, I haven't seen it. Although, I do wonder if I'm looking at one of those situations where people are riding a wave of hype um, into a ecstatic reaction or something and then it'll come back.
0: But what I'm like, think? how can you sit on the couch? Like just, I, I'll explain to you. I sat on the couch. I like really, I was like sure. really excited. I Take had, us there. it was dark. It was, I had the big screen up. Now it is in the IMAX three aspect ratio, but you'll get used to it eventually. And in the first hour for me, it just kind of dragged on. It was still the same Batman is doing his recruiting and, He's looking sure. for some of the characters. Um, we still have that Wonder Woman Bank scene that kind of sets her up. I think me and um, whoever the Entertainment Weekly reviewer was had it best. Because there's this one scene, and it's not a spoiler not at Not Hubbard, was it? Uh, <laughs> no, 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 it wasn't. Um, okay. But there was this one scene, w- now I'm rethinking, but where Batman is going to see <laughs> Aquaman in this little, you know, whatever sort of place he's at, Nordic sort of place. Aquaman jumps into the water, and these, like, three very blonde women step up. One, like, grabs his shirt and sniffs it, and then they start singing a hymn, and Bruce Wayne is just kind of there, you know, kind of feeling like me, like, what is going on and what am I watching? So <laughs> I think Corey has the name of the... um so it's not James Hibbert, but yeah, I was just kind of like, French. "What?" Am, Thank you, Corin. Yeah, I was like, "What am I watching, and why is this scene necessary?" Um, there were some good things that were added, like the cyborg okay. um, backstory. I didn't know what cyborg did at all in the first movie, uh, so I think this really gave justice—you know, no pun intended—to Ray Fisher, who obviously went through all that horrible stuff to begin with. Um, right. And so, I think this cut is kind of justice for him but justice for the first half it was very very slow um now do you want my second half review or do you have a question yeah.
1: how about <laughs> so, the second half i mean so, so the yeah. first half you're given like a mm,
0: yeah so a down after that, I didn't, but I, it
1: sounds like it got better
0: Yeah, so i did not want to turn it back on after after my first viewing i was like no i have to watch this i have to write the review
1: <laughs> yeah, you do you do and have to watch this
0: the last two hours which is bonkers to say the last two hours of the movie is where it picked up because it was just more of that you know kind of nonsense action stuff which i'm into i said you know you just kind of turn off your brain and you're like all right batman is punching somebody and wonder woman is using her lasso i don't really like the reviving superman part anyway that i also think was kind of whatever but the action was fun. I like seeing them as a team and working together. That's their strongest is when they're being superheroes and coming together. I think sure. they got that right. And in the finale, they um, they did really well to kind of put a twist on the ending. Because the last time they just like kicked Steppenwolf's butt and they called it a day. <laughs> and in this one, it's actually a little bit more challenging. Um, and I think that should be one of those things I don't really reveal. Um, sure. But yeah, that was fine. And also this relationship that they set up between Darkseid and Steppenwolf. Um, Darkseid was not like this huge menacing character. Steppenwolf just kind of reported to them. But I did like where they were going with that relationship as well. As kind of like, to me, it was like Thanos was dark side, and then Steppenwolf was sure, somebody yeah. like Loki who's kind of doing Loki, his bidding yeah. and just, you know, they set all that up just to be like, and now the Snyderverse is canceled. So, we're just getting your hopes up for well, Yeah, nothing. of
1: course. That's the other thing. Like, so, some of that sounds like it's, it's good. It's interesting, but it's also interesting in a way that will never be followed up on because this is over. Unless, I mean, okay, do you think there's will be enough interest to... I mean, frankly, I never thought this would happen in the first place. So now what if fans are so rabid about this and love it so much, they make uh, release the Snyder universe and they will Mm. an entire cinematic universe back from the grave into being. (laughs) Like, are we at that point yet?
0: You know, I think they could be on track to take elements from the last, from some of those things that they set up, because there are a lot of loose ends. Um, you know, <laughs> there was that rumored cameo that you know that's real, and they I'm never. I'm so tired it. of
1: rumored cameos, <laughs> yeah, just in general. That was
0: actually real, though. I won't say who, if if anyone wants to kind of you know not be surprised, but that kind of gets dropped because we never see it happen, or at least have not seen it happen in these last three years, um, there's still that Lex Luthor scene at the end of the movie. They kept that around. um oh, yippee. And I feel like they're in, of course, like the dark side thing, which they made it seem like he was going to be like Thanos, and he kind of had this fine, I'll do it myself moment. And it's like, wow, <laughs> that's amazing. You know, <laughs> again, if only it were to happen. So... It's possible that with, I think, especially the introduction of Dark Side, people might be like, we want to see what comes out of this, and they might find a way to kind of work it into their next films.
1: And before we move on, let's have a a word from our sponsor to to, to break up all this discussion. Music, please. You're in a wood. It's dark, overgrown, and crowded with angry brambles and thorns that bite and pierce. If only you had a weapon to cut through the oppressive thicket and let the forest breathe again, and lo, one appears. The Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0, the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Trusted by millions of men worldwide, Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your sensitive grooming needs. If you're interested in joining the Brotherhood of the Forest Clearing, we have an exclusive offer, 20% off, plus free shipping, with the code fansided 20 at Manscaped.com. And the Mighty Lawnmower is that all Manscaped has to offer. There is also Manscaped deodorant to keep the sacred forest fragrant, as well as Manscaped toner to tone it. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code FANSIDED20, the code FANSIDED20 at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com and use code FANSIDED20. Excellent. All right, so it, it, it sounds like you, you more or less enjoyed it, That would you say that it was an improvement over the original, at least? Oh, geez. <laughs> <laughs>
0: mm. My caveat would be if they kept the length but switched out the ending, it would be an improvement. To me, I can't give it my you know full seal of approval because of all the stuff stacked before it finally gets interesting. Um, there's another thing where... Um, entertainment weekly quotes as i wrap up you know at the end of their story they say dark side i looked it up it is because they were saying dark side over and over i thought it was dark sea too as Corey was kind of saying in the chat um but i think it's either him or steppenwolf who says you know this is the end and the writer goes that was there was still one hour left in the movie <laughs> so, Yeah, it's like that was brilliant and um if you're a fan of things not wrapping up and ending boy is this the movie for you because Who it goes on, yeah. and on and on and on on just when you thought it was over you can give him a round of applause no there's more and there's more and that's when i was like okay come on let's just let's wrap it up already so
1: i'm curious to see um how it does you know i'm curious to see yeah. people's reactions to it i'm curious to see um I want to get like a year out and look back on all this Mm -hmm. and um, have that hindsight and wonder, was this the thing we should have done? But we'll have to wait for that. Um, I wonder if I'll watch it. Probably not, actually. (laughs) I I feel like I've gotten it. I do recommend. um, I was like, I would recommend my discourse.
0: (laughs) I was going to say, I recommend people see at least that end scene. Like, if anything, see how they change the finale. Because um, that, to me, was worth it. But yeah, otherwise, it felt like the same movie to me. So, I don't know. I Other people felt different, but that's how I felt.
1: <laughs> All right. And you know, Mia, the Cider Cut wasn't the only very exciting um, upcoming superhero program that you watched. You also got to watch, and I'm, I'm not going to lie that I'm not jealous about this. You got to watch the first episode, I believe, of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier on uh, Disney Plus coming out this Friday. Am I right?
0: Yes, that's right. Yes, just. First after. of all, like,
1: who are you Who are you talking to that you can get these? Like, I'm not watching this. Why aren't I watching this?
0: You know, I don't know. I d-
1: that's a rhetorical <laughs> yeah. question.
0: It's, it's fine. <laughs> just, it's like, I, I would you, also you, like you to know, how did, I, how did this happen? Um, but, but anyway. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> I will let you kind of lead this discussion because Disney has okay, placed, you know, some embargoes on reviews. You know, just reviews. These might be reactions. They didn't so you say you can't ask me yes or no questions. So um, if we want to tiptoe okay. around this, I'll be happy to maybe, you know, share some thoughts.
1: So we're going to try to ask talk about it just a little bit. Yeah. And um, if the stream just goes down immediately, you all know what happened.
0: Yeah. The Disney Cypress are watching.
1: All right, Mia. Did you enjoy the first episode of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier?
0: Hmm. Yes yes my answer is yes
1: good um are you excited does this is it of a piece with wandavision and the kind of the rest of this new televised universe they are exploring does it feel of a piece rather
0: Mm. oh
1: that's a big yes or no question yeah
0: Y- yes. If you like to ask a follow up, I'd be happy to to add more elaboration to my yeses or nos.
1: <laughs> I don't know if I want you to. I'm so <laughs> okay. afraid that something's going to happen. <laughs> I mean, Julie asked. Well, okay, fine. Julie, asked, if any of you have questions for her, please ask.
0: Simply yeah, from Julie. Yeah.
1: Was it good, Mia?
0: Oh yeah, I will give it that. I will give it that. Yes.
1: I will say. i, I, I noted that she seems to be giving yeses. In sort of like like muted, not yeah. overly enthusiastic yeses. I, I, I don't know what that means. I'm just noting it. That could mean anything. It's,
0: yeah, it's all about body language and tone, all those social cues you <laughs> learned. You know.
1: Are are you, yes? Give her all the yes or no questions you 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 want. Everybody in the chat. <laughs> are you excited to watch the rest of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Six episodes long.
0: Yep. Yep. Yep.
1: All right. All right. So so that so that was nodding, kind of you know not not. The nods weren't huge. They were sort of like mid-tier nods, like, yeah, 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 about that. So, I have not seen it, and I, this is not an impression of mine. I, it's not in a review. I'm getting that it was, that it, it, it seems like it's decent. But you don't have to confirm that. As, as Julie asked, did it have you on the edge of your seat at all? Hmm. That's a no.
0: Leaning, yeah, leaning towards a no-ish. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay, we'll Is do like there? one or two more because we are getting ooh, some. Ooh, okay. Are there enough, are there characters from previous movies enough in the first episode to keep you happy? And if you can't answer that, I mean, like, you know, play the fifth.
0: I'll say yes. Oh my I'll god, you yes said yes.
1: One. Okay. <laughs> that could mean that it's just the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, or I'm going to go ahead. Yeah, exactly. Steve Rogers confirmed, Doctor Strange confirmed, like the entire, like Magneto's in it, finally. Good. Okay, (laughs) I'll I'll, I'll ask. So, in just terms of expectations, so, okay. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, I can can do expectations for sure.
1: So, this is obviously going to be another big movement. I wonder how long it'll take for all these Marvel shows to stop feeling like events and to stop feeling like, here comes the next one.
0: (laughs) You think it's a danger?
1: Because WandaVision came and went and it definitely, Mm -hmm. I mean, it was a huge success. And... we talked about the ending and how it was kind of, like, fine right? Um, to me. I wonder if it's going to be on that sort of... Again, I, I always come back to this. I feel like it's kind of designed for that, to be mm-hmm. on a level. You can't have anything be too exciting because y- you you have to set up the next thing, too. Like, it, it's right. got to all be... It's got to all fit. Um. So, I wonder if that'll be an issue by the time we get to, like, Hawkeye. I was that yes, aware of that it. was
0: the first one that came out to me because I was like, I think people were, you know, excited for the big three: WandaVision, Falcon, Winter Soldier, and Loki. After that, I think there's probably more hype for the rest of the movies that have still got to come out. Um sure. I think there's still because they they make such a big deal about this stuff anyway. Like I know, um, Hawkeye is still going to get the same amount of press as this show. I know that. Miss Marvel's well, gonna like get the nice. same amount of press. <laughs> but I mean, the thing is then you know, these are characters that um have been less cared not cared about, less popular compared to these others. Maybe aside Definitely. from Wanda, she has her for her, her fandom, but that's, oh, <laughs> you dropped there. <laughs> I did, sorry. Um, yeah, I, I've always wondered about that too, like even on the Star Wars, I'm like, at what point is this just be like, all right, new season? <laughs> um, you know, I'm not going to be mad that I'm getting excited. I'm like, yeah, I'll take it. I was excited to to see this, even though I knew coming in, and this is just speaking from watching the trailers, that it wasn't going to be the same as WandaVision because You know, it it looks like an action, you know, in all of the trailers. It's not like, why are they in black and white or why are they in the 70s? Um, Yeah, to me, it's still just kind of exciting to be like, oh, this is a new Marvel project. and I can't wait to see it. That was the feeling that I got just coming into this. um, And it's the feeling that I always have when I watch a new Marvel project because I'm always like, how did we get to this point already? Oh, my gosh, this is it. It's actually real.
1: (laughs) And this is delayed. Yeah, I mean, I'll be watching. I'll be curious, and we'll have one more question uh, from Christian. Why not? Does is the quality of the effects up to snuff?
0: Oh yes, yes, yes. Of yes.
1: course, right? Like mm-hmm. they're they're going to nail that part. Definitely, yeah. Marvel knows how to get nice up on the screen. They won't let you down there. Yeah, I'll be watching. I'll be curious. Um, but I'll be on my guard. But I'll be against um a mediocre whatever. I'll be in my guard, <laughs> but I'm hoping for the best.
0: Yeah, I'll yeah. Be watching we can it on discuss Friday. it next week.
1: We can. And I, I'm, I'm going to email someone see if I can get some screeners. Like, someone has giving them out. I don't know who, but I'm going to find out. And I'm going to knock on their door and send them a fruit basket. Yay. All right. <laughs> By the way, if you want to listen to any of this in podcast, we are available on Google Play, wherever podcasts are available. iTunes, the Take the Black Live. Listen, Give us a listen. Um, Give us a five-star rating. Whatever you like. Whenever you like. All right, Mia. Moving on to some A Song of Ice and Fire well, basically, tinfoil hat rumors, but I thought we'd throw them <laughs> on there for fun. Um, we've been hearing a lot, you know, wh- I mean, whenever, frankly, like this entire show is turned into like this shared universe, cinematic universe kind of thing, because that's what everybody's making now. You got your Marvel shared universe. You got your Star Wars shared universe. You got your yeah Avatar The Last Airbender shared universe they're starting to make now. They're going to try to pull that off. Um, who else is making one? I'm sure there are others. And um, there are a bunch of new Game of Thrones shows in varying stages of production. We got House of the Dragon coming up. That one's confirmed. Mm-hmm. We learned they're going to make a Rebellion show, or at least developing one. We learned they're developing a Duncan Egg show. And we learned they're developing an animated drama that has the tone of the show. Okay. Yeah. Now, I'm going to I'm gonna take it behind the scenes of a decadent mystery for a minute and see if we can get to the bottom of this and uh, discover what this means. All right. Everyone at home... Um, please take your seats and try to follow along. Notes will not be needed, but there will be a quiz afterward. So there's a gentleman by the name of Vince Gerardus. He is George R.R. R. Martin's longtime manager, associate, something like he develops a lot of George R. Martin's properties for TV. So he was executive producer on Game of Thrones, executive producer on House of the Dragon. He's behind like, not behind, but like working on these like adaptations of his wild cards, books, uh, his new show with HBO, The Road Marks, that we talked about before. Like he's just the guy who manages George R. R. Martin's intellectual properties and gets them from like page to screen. He's always been there for that. He has a company called Starling Inc., which I believe is short for Incorporated. And on his website, people noticed that there is. I mean, no, it 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 lists stuff like House of the Dragon, Game of Thrones, uh. The long night pilot that never ended up happening, that got canceled, with Naomi Watts is on there, as mm-hmm. produced, and then the Wildcard show and the Roadmark show, like all things we know are in production, and there's also this weird entry for a Song of Ice and Fire with the works, and a Song of Ice and Fire is, of course, the name of the George R. 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 Martin fantasy series which Game of Thrones is based, and that's curious, Mia. That's curious. A Song of Ice and Fire. We saw a Song of Ice and Fire. It was called Game of Thrones. It was an HBO. It ran for eight seasons. It ran first-rate decade. It was hugely influential. It was enormous. It allowed people to stardom. It was a big show. What's a Song of Ice and Fire? What is he making? What is it? What is it? I don't know, but I can tell you what my uh, I can make several jumps of conclusions and tell you what it unlikely might be with no real evidence <laughs> to support me.
0: Let's do that. That's okay. the best kind of things we can do.
1: So it might be like a code name. what is the code name for like um, I don't know the Duncan Egg show or, Blaine show or something like that. That could happen. Or what if what if they're remaking it? What if they're just adapting A Song of Ice and Fire again, again, like Game of Thrones, just like a Game of Thrones remake? What if this is the animated drama we know is coming? What if they're adapting the entirety of George R. R. Martin's books, but this time not as live action, but in animated form? Animated Red Wedding, animated Ned Stark Death, animated Dra Nurse and her dragons, animated everything. What if that, Mia? What if that?
0: Ooh, that is a fun what if? Um That would be uh, that would be really cool. I would like to see it. I'm almost
1: What did I was gonna ask, does that appeal to you?
0: Yeah, I'm almost I'm wondering like, would I wanna see like a clone wars and you know, kind of like 3D animation with it, like, would that be too much to ask for? Or would it look better as, like, 2D? Like, I'm I'm already, like, envisioning what this could be oh, like. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, like, they did make all those, um like, history and lore. I got a little image here. Like, history and lore features. And they had... They basically made, like, a 40-minute, um basically, House of the Dragon animated pilot episode. They included it on one of the DVD Blu-rays. Where, mm-hmm. I mean, like they were kind of like stills that moved a little bit basically uh, but it was more like a real i don't think it would look very good in cg like because, again especially not at least not clone wars cg cuz i mean this show they're going to have sex and kill each other like it, it 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 has to look i don't know a little more graphic and a little more baroque or expressive yeah. um it look weird if it was like kitty cartoony obviously cuz it 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 wouldn't be that sort of show
0: yeah, cuz I'm like looking at this kind of animation that's not three. I had to zoom in closer. I was thinking like for some reason the kind of stuff like the anime 3D video games came to mind. They didn't necessarily say this is anime. But I've not I don't think I've seen 3D anime done outside of video games. So that's kind of I'm just I'm having all sorts of ideas now, I guess. <laughs> so yeah, 2D would probably work. They had a great style. Um you get very creative with this.
1: You totally could. I mean, again, this probably isn't real at all, but it was interesting. I I, I, I don't yeah. know what this is. Why is the guy behind George R.R. R. Martin's, all of his, uh, you know, works on screen making a song of Ice and Fire? I just don't know. The works apparently is like a live event company. So maybe it's like Game of Thrones on Ice. That could be it. Or like oh. it's some kind of like... Game of Thrones circus yeah, show,
0: yeah. I saw Jurassic Park live. It could be one of those things, except for it's just tamed down. You know, you bring the kids, you get some popcorn and cotton candy. <laughs> I go see Is, that
1: too. Was that like one of those things at like Universal Parks or something? Where
0: no, this was like. like acted it um, out? yeah, this was like if you've ever seen like like you said Disney on Ice or stuff. It was done in like that same arena um, out all state sure. arena over here. <laughs> and they had kind of like these big animatronic dinosaurs. They had actors. They had these little scenes and like a little, I guess it would be like a ring stage or something, and you would look onto it. Um, it's hard to explain, but it was quite, it was like a, a play, but with dinosaurs, man. So let's bring on some dragons. Let them fly around me.
1: <laughs> I'd watch that. I mean, I saw the Game of Thrones live concert experience. It didn't have any dragons, oh, but it did have lots great. of pyrotechnics green Um, fire oh totally had like you know when the when the set blows up with all the green fire like had like big green shooting things that was pretty cool i'm sure they could do something wait until the kids see the red wedding scene the christian hannah says it would work (laughs) and yeah it's true uh genny i can't say the name but genny tart Um, famously did like the first kind of Clone Wars way back when in like a Samurai Jack style mission. Mm -hmm. That always looked really, really good. There's ways you could do it. Absolutely. But again, right now I'm just curious what the hell that is because I don't know. And my mind is just sort of doing cartwheels, entertaining itself and seeing if we can find something. If you have any ideas, let us know. Love to see a spoof of Game of Thrones, Julie Davis says. Yeah, I mean, there are some, there are a lot of unofficial ones out there. (laughs) <laughs> but uh nothing official. George R. R. Martin's idea for a series was do Game of Thrones but like do it from the perspective of like randos on the street like yeah. the one soldier or like the one peasant girl passing through like while Cersei's Walk of Shame is happening like what her day was like.
0: Yeah. <laughs> was
1: was his idea. Um seems a little high concept I think for HBO to sink a lot of money into.
0: That but can dream big. I've got, if I go in my my vault of books, they do that for Star Wars.
1: Um, Of course they do it for Star Wars. They have everything.
0: (laughs) From a certain point of view, um, they've done this for Empire Strikes Back and A New Hope for the Anniversaries. What it is, is it's it's stories literally told from people who are not the main characters, all within the movie universe, but literally from another point of view, from like, you know, like if I'm a... um, a mechanic or something like that. And I'm looking on at Luke Skywalker taken off. Totally doable. I'd love to see that.
1: <laughs> I remember like reading some like interviews with authors about that book when it came out and then saying like, I was so honored to write the story of the mechanic who watched the <laughs> Skywalker fly away. And I was like, are you lying? Like, do, do you just like, are you did you ca- like have I dreams love- of writing your own like Listen. trilogy of books and becoming an important author But then you couldn't, you had to take the money when Disney offered you, like, write the story of the mechanic who repairs Luke Skywalker's X-Wing. And you're like, yes, I'll do it.
0: No, no, no. I wonder that sometimes. When the Return of the Jedi book comes out for this, I want Disney Lucasfilm or Del Rey books to come and contact me. And I will write about the janitor who is on the Death Star, too. I am happy to write that
1: story. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I mean, and Disney, you, you know they can pay pretty well although i'm not sure if i will give it to you that's a whole other topic um <laughs> yeah i mean disney will definitely do that and if game of thrones ever kind of gets to that level i'm sure we'll tap in that too a program seems actually i could totally see us like disney making a star wars show where it's just like let's have an entire show about um what broom boy was doing during yeah. the events of the sequel trilogy something like that well,
0: broom boy needs that's, justice that's, another that's another a whole nother conversation <laughs>
1: it really is Anyway, um, so that may or may not be happening. Very exciting. Our final topic is Amazon just earlier today released uh, the f- our first look at its upcoming Wheel of Time show. The first time we've actually seen an actor in like full hair and makeup doing something for literally two seconds. But it's there. <laughs> like so far they've released like... They've been really weird about this. They've released like... Little, like, voice clips, like, three-second, like, eight-second voice clips. They released, like, here's what one of the props looks like. Like, a video, five seconds of that. They done, like, a thing where, like, you saw a hand open a chest for, like, three (laughs) seconds. They're, like, these little micro-releases. Yeah. But they finally gave us a look at an actor in costume, hair, and makeup, saying a line, looking at the camera. It's Oscar nominee Rosamund Pike as the Aes Sedai sorceress, Moiraine. Let's take five seconds and watch, shall we?
0: Do not underestimate the women in this tower.
1: It's a trailer! It's not a trailer. But I mean... So, okay, The Wheel of Time, big upcoming show. I'm interested in it because um, it, it is it is the most blatant we-want-a-Game-of-Thrones uh, follow-up show. But it's also one of the most promising because Wheel of Time Uh, Big old fantasy series back in the 90s, Robert Jordan, Brandon Sanderson wrote the random when Robert Jordan died. Very, very respected. Very, very beloved. Never got an adaptation for whatever reason. 14 damn books long. I'm on the fourth one now. All right. Um, And they're getting to a point where they can release stuff. Now, I know that was three seconds, so I'm not going to (laughs) like ask you what your reaction to it was. It was three seconds. But, I mean, it's cool. So, that is Moiraine. She's kind of like the Gandalf of this story. She, like, comes yeah. to the village and whisks the main characters off on an adventure. And they leave. And they go into... And it just goes on from there. Um, she's a... I think there she was tapping into the one power. Which kind of like the magic version of that world. Close eyes. Open them. Light. You know things are about to go down. You're just going to throw a fireball or something at somebody. Someone, someone's going to get hurt. Or she's something nice. Um, again, nothing really to say because it's three seconds. But it looked good. It looked fantasy. Yeah. She has she has dark hair. That's a wig. Her hair's blonde.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just noticed. It says do not underestimate and, um, woman in this tower. What could the tower be referring oh, to?
1: That's that is the White Tower of the Aes Sedai. where the the ice. Okay okay you know what (laughs) why don't i just give you a really quick primer yeah yeah and all of you watching so uh in the wheel of time there is a thing called the one power which is like the source of magic and i don't quite understand it frankly it's i i'm i am still reading the books julie i'm four books in um and they dole out the information like slowly (laughs) like they don't (laughs) give you all the information up front so there's still a lot i don't understand um it's the source of magic you tap into it only women can use magic in this world because um aeons ago the male half of the one power was tainted by the dark one who is a bad entity who we want to fight so if a man tries to use magic they inevitably go insane and uh must be stopped which is bad, because when you're insane and you can use magic, you can really cause a lot of trouble. So, all women can do it. They're called Aes Sedai. They, like, their home base is the White Tower. They train other Aes Sedai there. And that's what they do. And they go out and they advise kings and rulers and influence things. And Moraine is an Aes Sedai. Oh, really? The one power is the female side and the true sources for the men? is There's a difference? okay whatever says cory <laughs> i didn't realize that well, I, well the one's called the one power it's, it's only one why isn't it for, never mind um that's the deal with her and she's a nice to die and she and again like she she is the gandalf she comes to the like the main characters live in this, in this sleepy little village the shire and uh she comes and takes them on their big adventure that's how it all gets started
0: And now we see a look at
1: her. Good for us.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It does sound cool. I like women doing magic. I like that premise. The 14 books, of course, that's not, (laughs) that's not so fun for me, but I mean, seeing it in a show seems really awesome. So I'll take it.
1: Yeah. I mean, it is definitely has potential to be huge. It could be, there could be some stumbling blocks. Like the the, the length (laughs) is a stumbling block. I'll be honest too. Like I'm reading four books in it. Regarding, like, the the women can use magic thing, it sort of sounds, it sort of comes off as the writings of a man who is trying to kind of do a feminist take on fantasy
0: Uh. as much
1: as he can being who he is, being of a certain generation and writing in the early 90s. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah. Trying your best. Like, it's there, but but like he...
1: I mean, yeah, I give him credit, but, like, he, I don't know, it was written early, and he he has all these, there's, like, a lot of moments where, like, the male characters are, like, women, am I right? It's a lot of, like, women be like this and men be like this, kind of, like, <laughs> back and forth. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: That I wonder he, if- it sounds like he's trying to sell seriously. And it's, every once in a while, I'm like, this is odd. Uh, <laughs> but written by someone in 2021, I'm sure you could, like, write around that stuff.
0: Exactly. I was going to say the scriptwriters have that advantage, at least, to be like, mm, yeah, let's let's change that.
1: But, I mean, it, it, it's obviously rich. It's full of stuff. It's got potential. Some of our comments here. Uh, needs those clippers, says Corey. And as Julie says, yeah, found looks a bit repetitive. I agree, Julie. They can get a bit repetitive, which is, again, why it'll be up to the showrunners and screenwriters to really... um. Finesse them and and find like find find the good stuff in there and like present it to us in a way entertaining and not get bogged down in um some of the book's weirder aspects. But you know that's coming. Um, I would expect it this year probably. It's it seems like they're going along in a nice clip, and I wonder if a trailer is coming forthcoming. I mean, because they, they, yeah, they keep placing these three damn seconds of footage, so maybe they actually <laughs> will have enough eventually for a minute of actual um strung yeah. together stuff
0: yeah there's got to be enough there
1: and yeah that's about it any other thoughts y'all have mia or anyone uh chatting any other topics you want covered any mm-hmm. shows you're watching anybody out there or anything new Mia, or just watching the slider cut to a lot of your time <laughs> yeah. and the winter soldier <laughs>
0: yeah those four hours um i had read i read another book um that gets sent to me a marvel oh, book cool. i'm I'm never reading normal books. It's always like some sort of Marvel or Star Wars. Um, but Titan Books sent me Black Panther Tales of Wakanda. It's back there, so I don't feel like getting up. But um this was an interesting book. It was um, a book based on, like, Black Panther, obviously, but it was an anthology of 18 stories. Um, so one of the authors and the editor was Jesse J. Holland, who had wrote a previous Black Panther book. Um, and you've got all these, as we like, kind of like we were talking about, like having these perspectives. We get like perspectives from um the warrior Koye from The Dora Millage, from Killmonger, Ooh. from Shuri, from but the caveat cool. is it's based in the comic book lore. So it's like if you're unfamiliar with the comic books. Versus the movies, it might be a like tiny learning curve, but it's like, yeah, they're still the same characters. So I really enjoyed that, you know, getting to read stories like, um, you know, bringing in kind of the lore of Africa and the fictional country of Wakanda and all that. Um, so I have a full review up on culturist.com oh, over cool. there in their book section. And um, yeah, I always like it when I get like <laughs> some time to read and maybe not watch something for four hours. <laughs> Yeah, at least yeah. it's in your
1: past. I'm going to do that again. Yeah, Black Panther, Corey, Tales tri- of
0: Wakanda. What's, okay, what's Corey up to? Tales of Wakanda.
1: Watching a Tribes of Europa on Netflix, which I heard was pretty good. It's like that. Mm. It's um, like, uh, Corey, can tell me if I'm accurate here. Uh it's, uh, it's like the past when everybody is kind of a warring tribes, but it's the future post-apocalypse oh, kind of cool. deal. That sort of thing. <laughs> which is a hold on us. I'm still reading. I'm still reading them, Fire and Blood. And I watched a lot of documentary series lately. Yeah. I'm going to get into that. Alan versus Pharaoh documentary series on HBO. There's a Tina Turner documentary coming up on HBO Max. Probably watch. That's so that that right. Was pretty good. We just finished splitting the Dale. Um, there's this Samurai Warriors series I put on last night while I was answering emails on Netflix, and uh, I kind of got sucked <laughs> into that a little bit. So lots of that. And we'll be back next week with more of these musings, more reviews, more insights, more discussions, more news, more things you need to know or more accurately don't need to know, but will now know after you get them from us because yeah, exactly. they are wantful and interesting and fun. Thanks for watching, everybody. We are here every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time here on the Winter is Coming Facebook page and the Winner is Coming YouTube channel. Feel free to comment. Uh, We love them. We love interacting with you guys. Feel free to listen to us in podcast form on iTunes, Google Play, wherever your podcasts are available. And we will see you very soon. Good night. Goodbye.
0: Bye. Bye. This podcast is brought to you
1: by Fansighter. Join our community of over 300 sites from sports to pop culture and everything in between.